If you believe in ghosts, but are pretty sure you've never actually seen one. Or if you're pretty sure you've actually seen one, and are too paranoid to tell your husband you have. This is Strange Shenanigans. I'm Stan. I'm Ashley. Uh, we're going to talk about haunted places. I'm going to take some that are local, and Ashley's going to do nationally. Well, you know, since our anniversary is coming right up, I thought we might want to see our possible options. Our, our itinerary of malarkey. Yeah. You know. Are you going to start us off or am I? Sure, I can start us off. I have at it, Ashley. Uh, the first place I'm going to bring up is the Public House Historic Inn in Massachusetts. So, apparently this inn was built in 1771, so I would just naturally assume that it's haunted just because of how old it is. Right. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I believe you. But it's close to an old burial ground, which are always bad news. Why we still don't leave those things alone are beyond <laughs> me. And they claim that they are haunted by their founder, Ebenezer Crafts, who appears in his colonial garb all through the hotel. Ooh. I mean, his name's Ebenezer, so obviously, right. obviously he's a ghost. Yeah, there's no, there's no chance of being named Ebenezer as a child and not becoming a ghost when you die. You're just destined. My favorite thing is, though, the bridal suite. They claim their bridal suite has so much commotion that numerous people have changed rooms. Yeah. Uh, right? So, I want to go stay in the bridal suite. <laughs> I want to go hang out there. But I guess if you don't want to stay in the bridal suite with me, next we could go to New Orleans Ooh. and stay in the old Absence House. Yeah, that already sounds creepy. Yeah. So apparently, um, the pirate Jean Lafitte met with Andrew Jackson there, and they shared some uh, absence together, so anything could happen there. Right. Right? And apparently, the voodoo practitioner Marie Lavlou haunts the place since the 1700s after she cast a spell and died. Ooh. I know, right? Right. Bottles and chairs have a tendency to move on their own and random things will fall in the kitchen. Awesome. I know. So are we going there? Sure, let's go. Well, maybe? Well, if you're still unsure, this is the old Barabon Inn in Baraboo. <laughs> I know. I just want to go there because it's Bear called Baraboo. Let's go to Baraboo. <laughs> this was built in 1864. So again, because of its age, yeah, it's probably haunted. <laughs> but um, it was a brewery. It was a boarding house. And it used to be a brothel. Ugh. It's had a long history, right? A gross history. <laughs> uh, people have reported hearing voices just randomly throughout there. And... They claim that Al Capone is a regular. Oh, yeah, sure. It, right, in Baraboo. And people have reported showing photos. People report that other people show up in their photos. Yeah. So if you look this right up, some people have posted their photos of just what could be other people, could not be. You know, those pictures are always up to yeah. debate. But maybe, right? I personally want to go to this place because it's called Big Nose Kate Saloon uh, in Arizona, Kate. right? Lover of Doc Holiday, right? Yes! Yeah. So Kate was his prostitute. Yep. And apparently she haunts the place. I know, right? Yeah. And the biggest ghost that people actually have seen is the handyman. So he was the guy who dug tunnels under the former hotel and... He'll randomly, like, tools will randomly disappear. 
so they think it's the handyman taking all the tools. Ooh. Though if I'm a ghost, I'm still not going to work. Right? Like, that's definitely time that for a retirement. Out of spite. He spent so much time being pissed at everyone else for moving his tools that he decided he's going to do that <laughs> in his afterlife to everybody else. Oh, it's taking the screwdriver. <laughs> we could also go to the Silver Dollar Saloon. This even has a brothel museum. A yeah. brothel museum? Yeah, you heard me. So if you, so like... So they got antique prostitutes They in do. There. They have antique prostitutes. <laughs> you might meet, like, Charity, who's 92. No, but, yeah, they have a brothel museum, because apparently somebody was like, we really need this. Well, obviously. Right? And they have a hidden speakeasy, which isn't very hidden, because they advertise that they have it. <laughs> but their biggest ghost is a woman who roams around in a white ball gown and scares children. Wow, that's jacked up. Right? So, kids see the woman in the ball gown and she likes to scare them. I think that's really messed up and funny at the same time. Family friendly. (laughs) We could also go to Iowa and go to Hotel Blackhawk, where apparently that is where Cary Graham suffered a stroke in his room and died soon after at the local hospital. Wow. Which I didn't know. So, Cary Grant may actually haunt the halls of Hotel Blackhawk. I don't think famous people become ghosts, Ashley. I don't think they have it in their repertoire. Why would they? (laughs) Well, I don't know. But apparently a woman in an evening dress who's not famous roams down the hall and does not scare the children. Oh, good. And you'll randomly hear piano music, which I kind of like. I like piano music. Yeah. We could also go to Georgia. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, and go to the Sixpence Pub, which is just awesome. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, spirits will lower the temperature in there. They'll throw pans in the kitchen, so if you're a chef looking for a job, don't go there. That's a hazard. And uh, your pint of beer falls off the bar randomly. Yeah. So you could just be sitting there drinking. and I, So I don't know if this is a ghost or like them playing tricks on you. Right. But your beer will just fall off the bar. Right. So I I personally envision the bartender under there with like a magnet or something. That's exactly what like, I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> flings off. I don't know. But there is a Revolutionary War mass grave close to the Sixpence Pub, 80 yards away. Yeah. And they're, they say that not everybody who's put in the mass grave was actually dead, dead that before they be were buried. Though. Yeah. So that's why Sixpence Pub in Savannah actually might have a pretty good chance of being haunted. Yeah. Because if you get buried alive, man, you're not going to let that go. <laughs> no, probably not. Not at all. Well, if these places are way too far for you to take me on our anniversary, we uh, could stay in Maine. Ooh. There's one place in Maine that was listed as a haunted bar, which isn't true if you're in Maine. Right. First off, like half of the old buildings are haunted because we don't always do the smartest stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and second, we got more haunted. We just don't get Everything enough stuff in Maine that represents. Is old. Everything. There's no way for things not. Everything's to be old. Everything's run down, and we're trying to preserve things you just can't preserve. <laughs> right? Like that's what we do, man. <laughs> that's our jam. And so, this is the Tides Beach Club in Kennebunkport, which sounds way too fancy to be haunted. But it could, because the original owner, Emma Foss, which is funny, I went to a school, school with a girl with that exact name. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Emma Foss haunts room 25 and is said to mess with men she doesn't like. Ooh. Which I love. <laughs> of course you do. 
I do. So we need to go there and see what she thinks of you. Yeah. I know. The other interesting part, which I didn't know he ever came to Maine, was our favorite author, Sherlock Holmes, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, apparently stayed there. I know, right? Why did he come to Maine? Is beyond me. And since he was in his phase of spiritualism, which is communicating with the dead, which it's not. But that's, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what they claim. That's what they claim yeah. they were doing. So apparently he held whatever they do, their se- seances or Seance, whatever, yeah. seances. Yeah. Apparently he held those in the hotel. Yeah. So if it wasn't haunted by Emma before, it's definitely haunted by stuff when you try to do crap like that. Oh, yeah. That's how you bring that crap into your place. So, if you're looking for a business proposition for a hotel, just hold some really screwed up stuff and you'll just bring that evil to you. (laughs) I know how much you like Texas. Oh, yeah. So, I found the Grand Galvez Hotel in Texas. Ooh, sounds classy. It really is. So, they claim that thousands of drowned souls still mourn their death from the 1900 Galveston hurricane, which ripped through the property. Child ghosts bounce balls and laugh in the hallways. And there's nothing scarier than a child yeah, ghost. Yeah, no, fuck okay? that. <laughs> and a beautiful lady, uh, Audra, haunts room 501. Mm. So poor Audra was staying at the hotel. And she was told that her sailor fiancé went down with his ship. And in distraught, she hung herself. A couple days later, though, he showed up looking for her. Yeah. She hung herself in the hotel. So apparently she still haunts that room. Still upset. Which breaks my heart. So on that happy note, we could go to Cuzzy's. Okay. (laughs) Right? In Minneapolis. Haven't you ever wanted to go to Minneapolis? No, I've never had any desire whatsoever. So they... Not against anybody (laughs) from Minneapolis. I've just never been like, ooh, Minneapolis, let's go. They have their own ghost named Betsy. And apparently Betsy will hug you. I have a tendency to think the places that have a ghost that they're named and, like, cozy with probably isn't very reputable, right? Yeah. But apparently Betsy likes to give you hugs and she likes to take away your ketchup on the table. And she'll turn off the lights randomly. Yeah. <laughs> we could also go to New Hampshire in Tilton. I didn't even know there was a Tilton in New Hampshire. It's not a very big state. That's true. But the Tilton Inn was built in 1875, and since it's such a fabulous inn, it's been burned down three times. <laughs> Just give up. <laughs> right? So I'm kind of like, obviously, you have some crap going on there. Stop rebuilding. Yeah, like, right? apparently, you're supposed to be burnt to the ground. <laughs> but they're haunted by Laura, who was a fire victim, and she's never left and likes to mess with you. They're also haunted by a 12-year-old girl who haunts the upstairs of the hotel rooms. And you can hear her and she'll be playing and there's nothing more terrifying yeah, than no child thank ghost. You. I'm good. No. We could take a road trip and go to Bridgeport Inn in California. Room 16 is haunted by the white lady. Of course. It always is because yeah. she hung herself in her wedding gown when her fiance died. Right before their wedding. I have to call bullshit on that one. That's the same story from every other place in the world. (laughs) How many women hang themselves because their fiancé died? I don't think it was that common of an occurrence. I think we're going to have to go find some statistics (laughs) about the amount of women in their wedding dress hanging themselves because their fiancé And if you're going to hang yourself, find a little look fabulous. You spent all that money on your dress. (laughs) (laughs) The blue of her face goes so well with the lace. I know. 
I personally like the Pioneer Saloon in Nevada. While it might not be real or not, they claim they have a nice prospector ghost. And they also have the mean ghost of a man who was shot there who was cheating at cards. Oh. And they have the three bullet holes in their wall to prove it. Oh, sure, yeah. So whether it's real or not, I love the thought that they're like, hey, this guy who works, he's the good ghost. And this guy was cheating at cards. <laughs> he's mean and messes with you. But I was thinking of you. I picked out a hotel just for you. Oh, yeah? It's called the Stanley Hotel. Oh, good. It's in Colorado. Mm hmm And this has room 217. Yeah. That inspired The Shining. Oh, uh, lovely. Yeah. I picked it up just for you. So at the Stanley Hotel, they have room 217. And Stephen King wrote The Shining about that. Here, you're going to be touched by an unseen spirit. They might mess with your hair. And they might even crawl into bed with you. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna hear creepy voices talking there's haunted tunnels under the hotel and don't you worry they have a pet cemetery and you see there are little ghosts running around most common is a, I don't understand how they know it's a golden retriever but most <laughs> common is the golden retriever ghost no? Creepy. you don't yeah. want to go to yeah, the Stanley Hotel? Yeah. well Fine. We'll go to Rhode Island. Ew. Why? <laughs> because they have the Valley Inn restaurant, and their ghost story is one woman who was visiting saw a Native American woman holding a bleeding baby and was trying to talk with her. Numerous other people saw the live woman talking to thin air. So, a crazy lady. But this structure was once home. To where, in 1673, a woman and her child were stabbed and burned. Ooh, that's horrible. That's a horrible story that definitely matches up. That's not good enough for you. Then the last place we can go is the Haunted Hamburger. The Haunted Hamburger? Yeah. That sounds like my place. Right? Do the hamburgers go, ooh? They have tradesmen ghosts who like to steal just hammers. <laughs> um, also, doors are going to randomly slam at people's faces. Yeah. Cans are thrown off the shelves randomly. Your hot water gets turned on in the middle of the night. My favorite, nasty smells are emitted in the stairwell. <laughs> Love that one. And apparently, this is another one where... A ghost woman appears in random photographs. Oh. I don't know. It's another one. It is. So we could go to the Haunted Hamburger. The Haunted Hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to make a chain out of that. The Haunted Hamburger. The Haunted Hamburger chain. Yeah. So it's between that or the Staley Hotel. That, that yeah, I'm definitely not <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. We talked about places that we could go. I'm going to talk about a couple places I have been and whether I think they're actually haunted or not. Well, let's find out. Well, let's find out. Coming right up. Alright, so we're back. We're going to talk about some haunted locations in Maine that I have been to. And I'm sure Ashley's been to at least one of them. Uh, probably, but as you know in Strange Shenanigans, we don't tell each other what we're doing. Yeah. So we kind of just wing it and have an actual conversation. I know we've been to one of them together at one point. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, the first one that I spent a lot of time in as a teenager is in Orno, Maine. It's called Ayers Island. I'm not buying this. I had no clue that there were even ghost stories about it until I was poking around for some ghost stories. This is from uh, the uh, Gardner Public Library. 
Ayers Island is a 62-acre island located in the Penobscot River in the town of Orno. It was named for one of the original settlers of Orno, Joshua Ayers, who constructed the first structure on the island sometime in 1774. The island has been used for numerous ventures over the years, starting with sawmill, then pulp and paper mill, and finally a textile mill that was closed in 1996. According to local lore, the island has long been believed to be cursed earth by the indigenous peoples of the area. One of their legends tells of an old crone known as Wooden Lucy, who could bring death to anyone with just one look. More recent legends say that the uh, island is haunted by the ghost of a man named John Tanner, a foreman who died in a mysterious accident, and now wanders the island seeking revenge. Along with the ghost of Margaret Hawthorne, a young lady who was accidentally killed by her father, Samuel ha Hawthorne, after a practical joke went terribly wrong. <laughs> what was the joke? I don't know. I've never heard any of these stories <laughs> until today. Prior to the island becoming privately owned, visitors exploring the area reported hearing noises, seeing shadows, being overcome by feelings of sadness and fear. Uh, and in 2006, two episodes of VH1's Celebrity Paranormal Project were filmed there. Which, you know, that's got to be legit, right? All right, so on the up and up, though, I uh, it became uh, privately owned in 1996, according to this article. That is not true. It was actually uh, uh, partially owned by Homeland Security, who also allowed Main Search and Rescue to store equipment and train on the island. I was part of Dirigo Youth Search and Rescue, and I spent, yeah, for my entirety of high school, and uh, spent a lot of time out there. And occasionally we'd get around to poking in the parts of the building that weren't being used, because the textile mill's still there. And it is creepy. Everything about that place is creepy. Everything's overgrown. Nothing's been maintained. Uh, there's whole sections that, uh, you know, between the time that it was closed in the 90s and Homeland Security bought it, uh, they actually started doing uh illegal raves in there so there's like these giant monster head sculptures and like parts of these giant warehouse buildings and stuff it, it's a crazy looking place but uh i'm my entire time there though though there's creepy statues there's creepy artwork outside the building all over the place for some reason we stumbled across a uh a uh welded together iron man who looks like he's screaming in the woods on the island once that's just sitting out there <laughs> super weird Exactly. But I never encountered anything other than the just general creepiness of the building itself. So uh, the only weird experience I ever had was actually a positive one. Uh, me and my friends were there uh, filming a high school uh, video for our uh, what was it, introduction to theater class or whatever. And uh, we had decided to do a war movie because we're teenage boys. And we're like, we need something that looks like it's been blown up and destroyed. So we're like, let's go to Ayers <laughs> Island. <laughs> which is a factory from like the 50s that looks like it's been blown up. So uh, one of my brothers, my, my brother is playing one character. Uh, I, I filmed the whole thing. One of my other friends is playing uh, an American soldier. And then we have our largest friend, the more ominous of us, playing the German soldier who they're trapped in this building together. Well, during a very overdone fight scene, uh, uh, the the boy who was playing the German soldier threw one of the other kids uh, headlong towards a piece of rebar, uh, but somehow he stopped 
right before he smashed his head through this piece of rebar. And all of us were kind of like, wow, that was really lucky. But it seemed like there was more than luck to it. Because it looked like he was going to die. And that was the only weird thing that ever happened there. And it's got... I have, have no feeling that it has anything to do with the paranormal. I don't know. I... I'm not buying that Harris Island haunted or all of the library stories. Right. Which I'm sorry, because I love my libraries. But the explanation for pretty much everything they said, Harris Island also has the reputation for where all the degenerates in high school right. hang out and cause mischief. So everything explained was just them running away so you didn't catch them smoking pot. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. really all it was. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. been some fellow moms I've met, and they were like, oh, or no. You never went to Ayers Island, right? And I was like, I didn't. And they were like, oh, I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Party Central, yeah. <laughs> this is Party Island. You never get caught. Well, yeah, that's because it's it's the only way to get across <laughs> to it is to either walk through, like, waist-deep water <laughs> or uh, try and get across the uh, bridge that's literally falling into the river underneath <laughs> it. My, uh... My second, and this will be my last one, which is one that is like one of my biggest pet peeves, uh, now only rivaled by the story of Colonel Buck, which we heard about in a oh, previous, don't get me started. previous one. Ruined my childhood. Fort Knox in Maine, uh. located on the west bank of the Penobscot River in uh, Maine, uh, area known as the Penobscot Narrows, the Fort Knox is one of the best preserved military fortifications on New England seacoast. You know why it's the best preserved? Because nothing happened there. Ever. Mm-hmm. The fort, uh, named for Major General Henry Knox, uh, was established in 1844 to protect the Penobscot River Valley. The fort garrisoned its first troops in 1863 to 1866. These troops were mostly volunteers undergoing training before they being sent to their active posts and included members of the celebrated 20th Maine, Little Round Top, if you don't know what 20th Maine did. Troops were also briefly stationed at the fort during the Spanish-American War, but never saw military action. Ever. Despite the lack of reported deaths and military action, the fort is said to be haunted, maybe because they ha hold a haunted house there every friggin' Halloween. So it's a great venue for your haunted house. Don't mm. get me wrong. It is the best place to have a haunted house. It's the best place to have, you know, spooky ghost toys and Halloween stuff, right? And try to scare people. They used to do, like, overnights. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. It is. It is the best venue to scare people. But if you actually want to get to the historical is it haunted, is it not, brings some paranormal team or whatever in it's not it's first not. off it's pretty much not possible yeah just because of its history which really gets under my skin because i've written about the history of fort knox in the war of 1812 numerous times because of what we do at and i'll do a plug-in our heroes military museum yep but nothing's happened no nope. they've never seen battle the fort was built because massachusetts left Maine hanging, which was part, Maine was part of Massachusetts, but left the whole area, citizens and everything, hanging during the War of 1812, when the British decided to come back and say, hey, we own this part, and Massachusetts was on the British side, only a couple years after we fought in the Revolution, and was mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure, we don't want to mess with our trading, so sure, we're not going to help Maine at all. Yeah. And then we were overrun by British people. Even after the War of 1812 ended, lots of British people wouldn't even leave. Like, they didn't even leave Eastport. They were like, yeah, we're not. We're staying here. That explains Eastport, doesn't out. it? Bunch of tea drinkers. So then we built 
Fort Knox in preparation in the event that Massachusetts would leave us hanging again. Yeah. Which they did. <laughs> so our root of hatred in Massachusetts, which I love deeply Massachusetts, founded, but it's a deeply historical <laughs> one. It's not like the Bob at the Red Sox game yeah. took my beer or something. Okay, yeah. it, it's a deeply rooted thing. Not saying it should be still happening in 2023, except for that guy who cut me off yesterday. Right. If you're from Massachusetts, <laughs> it should be assumed that you should just go back to driver's ed. Okay. But it's the Fort Knox gets me all riled up. Yeah, it's, it's it, it does. I've been there a dozen times. It's beautiful. It is pretty. It's even prettier now that the uh, Penobscot Narrows Bridge Observatory is there. Oh, it's cool. It is but a gorgeous area. Every time I see something, you know, float up online in one of these groups or something, it's always obviously fake or obviously nothing. Like, uh, one recently, there was someone who shared a picture that said, oh, there's a creepy old lady ghost in this picture that I developed. And you could clearly see the girl. And then one of the other commenters, thankfully, very quickly pointed out that it was a very famous painting that they had skewed and pushed over the image of the friggin' fort wall. Oh, my wall. Atlanta. Yeah. There's no way it could be haunted by an old lady because the only soldiers that ever lived there were men. Men. It was a... First yeah. off, and nobody was ever recorded to die there. Yeah. And yes, it was named after Henry Knox, General Henry Knox, which was George Washington's general. Mm. And he did end up retiring in Maine. In the Kennebunk area, though. Yep. Again, but he never saw the fort, so there has been accusations that, oh, General Knox haunts the fort. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's literally not yeah, possible. The, 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 he the, could have never gone there from when it was built. He would have been, like, 200 years old. The running joke between the people who know that it's not haunted is, the only soldier to ever die there must have died of boredom. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. exactly. And, uh, I think a lot of it, like... Like, I like that when you were going through your stuff, you looked at the history of it. I think people need to actually look back at the history of some of these places they're claiming are haunted. I, we have this whole goofy Halloween attraction out of Fort Knox when down on the coast is an actual, you know, documented haunted fort that existed during the Revolutionary right? War. Or the lighthouse. Or the, the lighthouse. horrifying yeah. story. Yeah. You know, these possibilities are out there. We're not horrible skeptics, but... Yeah. I mean, maybe we're at a disadvantage because we spend all our time at a military museum, but right. it's just not possible for, for Fort we, Knox We to will be. discuss in a future episode the Fort of Maine that is haunted. Oh, absolutely. The Fort uh, William Henry, which has just a tragic backstory of just violence and gruesomeness. So look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's the good <laughs> stuff, right? Uh, that's all we're going to do for tonight, I think, folks, but... Uh, Make sure to uh, reach out to us. There's multiple platforms to reach out to. We want to hear uh, what you want to hear about. If you actually like the show, we want to do things that cater to our audience. So what do you want us to look up for you? I do know, according to Unexplained Maine, I should not look up anything they ask. Yeah, they get very mad about that. And they've gotten really <laughs> they, mad at me. They don't like being fact-checked so on the Facebook I'm really group sorry, Unexplained and Maine. And I'm a really nice fact-checker. Like, I don't even say anything. I'm like, oh, here's the story <laughs> the guy wrote. Here's the article. I'm not like, you're wrong. I'm going to troll you and say horrible things about you. I'm really nice about it, man. <laughs> but if you want us to look up something, you can find us on online under strange shenanigans on instagram tiktok and youtube and patreon 
You can also find us under The Strange Show on Twitter, Podbean, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. You can also re- reach s- straight out to the uh, Strange Shenanigans email if you got a really good story, or if you've got something that you'd like to come out on and talk about with us. We'll hook you up. We'll have you on. Yep. Our email is... Strange Shenanigans Show at gmail.com. And we'll see you soon. Yep, everybody, remember to keep it weird out there.